With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I'm thankful to the Lord for the opportunity that's ours together by the radio and study the Word of God together. I appreciate you listening. I want to be a blessing and a help to you today from the Word of God. And I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we open the Word of God today. We're turning in our Bible to the book of John chapter number 19, and we're continuing our study on the subject that I began a couple of weeks ago from Genesis 22:7, where is the lamb? You remember Abraham and Isaac and two of the young men are on a journey that God has told Abraham to go on. And as they journey, Isaac sees the wood and the fire. And he said to his father, behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb? And we picked up on that question And we've been searching through the pages of the Word of God to find the answer to that question, where is the Lamb? We found in the book of Genesis, chapter number 22, and verse number 8, that the Lamb is promised. Abraham said to Isaac, God will provide himself a Lamb for a burnt offering. And so God, through Abraham, promises the lamb in Genesis 22, 8. I pointed out to you, it did not say that God would provide for himself a lamb, but God would provide himself a lamb. And then we left Genesis 22 and continued searching the scriptures. And we came to the book of Exodus chapter number 12. And there in verse number one, down through verse number 13, we discovered that the lamb is pictured many things we found in the Word of God there that were a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. We continued our journey. We come to Isaiah chapter number 53, where we discovered that the Lamb is personified. It is not a four-footed beast, but it is rather a man, a human being. And then we continued through the Old Testament and into the New Testament. And there we've discovered in John chapter 1, verse number 29, the Lamb is presented. You remember John the Baptist is down by the River Jordan baptizing, and he looks up and sees the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. We looked at that verse of Scripture, and we discovered the proclamation. Behold, stop, look, here he is. Behold, the proclamation. Then we looked at the person. Behold, the Lamb of God. And then we looked at the purpose, which taketh away the sin of the world. And I do remind you that he did not come to cover my sins, And he did not come just to remove them away. We went back into the Old Testament. 
And it must have been a great day for Job when Job discovered that God had sewed his iniquities up in a bag. And it must have been a great day for Isaiah when he discovered that God had cast his iniquities behind his back. And it must have been a great day for David when he discovered that as far as the east is from the west, so far had he removed our transgressions. And it must have been a good day when Micah thought that he would cast all of our sins into the depths of the sea. But if our sins were just sewed up in a bag, if they were just cast behind God's back, if they were just removed as far as the east is from the west, if they were cast into the depths of the sea, the fact is they still remain. But the Lord Jesus Christ came not to sew our iniquities up in a bag or cast our sin behind God's back or remove our transgressions so far as the east is from the west, nor to cast them into the depths of the sea. But he came to take them away. Our sins are gone. He bore them in his body on the cross. When his body came down off of the cross, he took them down with him when he went into the heart of the earth. And when our Lord resurrected, our sins did not resurrect with him. So our sins are gone. They're taken care of by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we saw that the Lamb of God was presented in John chapter 1, verse number 29. Now then we're coming today to the book of John chapter number 19. And here we're going to look at the thought, the Lamb is pierced. Here we see the fulfillment of all of the sacrifices. As I look through the Old Testament, I found these truths, and I want to bring them to a conclusion in the New Testament. In Genesis chapter number 4, there's a sacrifice offered for an individual. In Exodus 12, there's a sacrifice offered for a family. In Leviticus 16, there's a sacrifice offered for a nation. But in John 1, 29, and then fulfilled here in John 19, there is a sacrifice offered for the sin of the whole world. And then I jotted this down. In the Old Testament, the sheep died for the shepherd. But when you come to the New Testament, the shepherd dies for his sheep. I want you to notice in John chapter number 19, and we're going to begin our study at verse number 28, where the Bible said, after this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar, and put it upon hyssop, and put it to his mouth. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. The Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation, 
that the body should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day, for that Sabbath day was a high day, besought Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Then came the soldiers and break the legs of the first and of the other which was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus, they saw that he was dead already, and they break not his legs. But one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side, and forthwith came there out blood and water. And he that saw it bare record, and his record is true, and he knoweth that he saith true, that ye might believe. For these things were done that the Scriptures should be fulfilled. A bone of him shall not be broken. And again another Scripture saith, They shall look upon him whom they have pierced. Here we see that the Lamb is pierced. Remember, he's promised in Genesis chapter number 22. He is pictured in Exodus chapter number 12. He is personified in Isaiah 53. He is presented in John 1, 29. And now then, he is pierced in John chapter number 19 and verse number 34. In order to fully comprehend verse number 34, we must look at these previous verses. In verse number 28, the Bible said, And after this, Jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the Scriptures might be fulfilled. If you continue reading down through these passages that I read, you discover again in verse number 36, For these things were done, that the Scripture should be fulfilled. And again in verse number 37, he quotes another Scripture that is being fulfilled in the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus Christ. So when Christ cries out in verse number 28, it is finished. I want to take the remainder of the broadcast today and deal with what he is speaking about when he said it's finished in this passage of Scripture. Now, the common perception is that he said salvation is finished. And I hear that referred to in songs and Sad to say, but often referred to in messages as preachers are preaching. But it could not be that salvation was finished because he still had to die and his blood had to be shed. But what was in the mind of our Lord when he cried, it is finished? May I say to you three things. First of all, it was a completion of all prophetic scriptures. Notice again verse number 28. And Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. He was the fulfillment of Genesis 22, 8, when Abraham said to Isaac, God will provide himself a lamb. He was a fulfillment of all of the typology of the lamb that was offered in Exodus chapter number 12. And every sacrifice made 
in the Old Testament. He was the fulfillment of every type and shadow of the law. He was a fulfillment of the personification of the Lamb. In Isaiah 53, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. All of this is fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ. He could scan every type and shadow of the Old Testament and look back and say, it is finished. Not only there was a completion of all of the prophetic scriptures, but now then there is a completion for the search for a perfect sacrifice. Every lamb, bullock, goat, ram, heifer, turtle dove, pigeon that was offered in the Old Testament were imperfect sacrifices. But here we have the completion of that search. Finally, there is a perfect sacrifice on the altar of God. But not only was it the fulfillment and completion of all prophetic scriptures and of the search for a perfect sacrifice, but now then it is a completion of his personal suffering. He will face that last enemy death, conquer it, and then go back to the Father and enjoy the fellowship and communion there with him. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Are you not-